There's no hope with dope. Attractions, ladies and gentlemen, the show about theme park design that's technically possible. I am your host, Scotty Moore, joined as always by the American Nightmare, Jim Murphy. I'm happy you said time out because it reminded me that he didn't just say stop, which is really what I thought it was. Because last week you gave me two options, and I'm like, ah, oh, Saved by the Bell. I know Saved by the Bell. I know I, I I can do this easy. And then today I started thinking and went, I don't know a fucking thing about Saved by the Bell. I yeah, know. I, really, I'm pretty sure it was off the air before you were probably born. Or very I close. Know, I know Screech. Is that enough? <laughs> I know Screech. Well... You, you had an idea for something we needed to talk about today, but before that, we do need to at least acknowledge the figment peen, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, this show can't exist if we don't bring up the fact that they've made a figment peen beverage that you can get at Epcot now. I didn't look... Uh... I didn't look into it as deeply as you probably did. I just saw the photos. It's a bad photo. I'll let you know that right. Let me see if I can find because I've had I've looked at some people and their reviews of the figment penis drink and <laughs> but there's been no positive reviews of it. Um, let's see. In terms of like taste, like this does not taste like how I imagined this. I'm assuming what the Let's say. See, I, I looked up figment drink. Um, I, someone says, I'm angry because my figment drink looked nothing like a penis, but also it didn't have <laughs> vodka. Uh, T TBH, everybody bought this for the cup. The drink is glorified figment piss. Oh, yeah, exactly. You should go to a doctor, <laughs> I think. I'm not sure Disney AP passes in our budget this year. Seize Epcot's new figment penis drink. Thank you, your order is confirmed, Walt Disney World. Um, oh man, let's see here. See, this is the beauty of getting... Is, is it just like chocolate? Is that all it is? I don't even think it's chocolate, because it, it just looks like a figment wiener. Um... <laughs> Okay. I cannot wait. Literally cannot wait for the Regal Eagle Sam Eagle peen. Yeah. Like barbecue. I wish there was an easier way for me to go back and forth on uh, on different tweets. But let me see if I can start this one from the beginning. Because this is from user Thick Saban. Who, let's see. <laughs> You gotta get the Alabama in, I guess. You gotta get the Alabama in. Why can I not just uh, go back? Let me go back. It won't let me start it over. I'm, I'm honestly, I'm kind of pumped for like the test track peen drink. Yeah. Like they just hand it to you and say, "Now for the fun parts." Uh, the Phineas and Flaccid beverage. <laughs> okay. 
I'd imagine figments of actual wiener would taste better. It tastes like dirty garbage water. If you like Satan and you want to be miserable for at least the foreseeable future, try this. The worst part is when you're drinking and all of a sudden the balls hit your lips and you remember just how phallic this drink is. This is absurd. It is gross. They must have had an abundance of sparkling Dasani left from when they bulldozed the Coca-Cola place. So that's the reviews that have been coming in so far on the figment pain. Oh, hello there! I, was, <laughs> I could not see you. I was too busy imagining my dragon friend's penis. Oh my god, The I can't wait for the Dreamfinder pain to come out. With like little Man, they'll, they'll put that behind a door somewhere. You have to yeah. find the door. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's got boba balls in it, and other than that, everyone's just been like, it's nasty oh, garbage the, water. the Spaceship Earth, the Spaceship Earth peen, like, thank the Peenicians, I guess, thank would the, be the... Thank the Peenicians! <laughs> Alright, that, that's my bit, that's my type 5 on Figment's peen, if you have anything you want to talk about this week. <laughs> it seems like, uh, based on reviews, you do not want to put a type 5 on the Figment's peen, really. I mean, I would put it anywhere other than my stomach, apparently, according <laughs> to these reviews. This does not need to enter your body through any orifice from what I've seen, but oh my god, the figment pee. You, you just take your picture with it and then throw it away. Yeah, exactly. Everyone's like, I got it for the glass, but I'm not drinking this thing. It's garbo, dude. It's real dookie garbage. See, that's the bad thing about being part of Diz Twitter now, is like having all of the people talking about the cool new things at the park, and I'm like, I live in small town Alabama, so I have to enjoy the figment peen from afar. I can't go <laughs> I can't go and enjoy it in person and everything that's happened there. Um so what what's your idea bringing to the table this week? What do you want to um, talk about? I I was thinking of stuff we could talk about that would have to do with sitcoms because yeah. we're doing like the sitcom thing. And I, re I remember that there, at least in the 90s that I could remember, there were three or four shows where the characters went to Disney World. Oh, yeah, what I easily. didn't realize was that between like 93 and I guess like a few years ago when Blackish went, that there were 11 different shows that visited the Disney theme parks. Oh, wait, Although so I will say one of them, uh, the George, George Lopez's show, like they only went for like the last like act of the show. Yeah. And the rest of the episode, apparently, like in the background of the scenes, they would have like hidden Mickey's everywhere. Oh, that's good. See, uh, so wait, hold on. Are you proposing each episode we play, we talk about one episode special I, Disney? I don't know how hard these are going to be to find to watch is oh, the I problem. Don't, I don't want to watch it. I want to just uh, hear you be like, yeah, and then Tim the Tool Man got on test track. And like, <laughs> uh, 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 home Improvement did not go to... Uh, okay. I don't I know if Home Improvement was an ABC show. Was that an ABC show? It wasn't it filmed on Lake Buena Vista? I think. It oh was yeah, they did. There. They did do MG. There was an MGM Studios uh, yeah. thing there. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of a, okay. So let me guess. We've already got. You've already said Blackish went. George Lopez show went. 
Oh, the first man. one, the first one they ever did is the like when when I read it, I was like, no, that didn't happen. Like, no, because <laughs> it's so weird. Fresh Prince of Bel Air, but I don't think that <laughs> no. was, that wasn't ABC at all. Oh man, he's trying got, to get back to Philadelphia, and is he got on the wrong flight? I got no clue, man. What was the, the first, first one? one? Was Blossom? What? <laughs> no. I don't know. I don't know the plot of the episode, but uh, that was the first one. Um, Full House, Family oh, Matters, yeah. Roseanne. I feel like I remember Roseanne, but not well enough to like explain it. Um, Boy Meets World. Step by yep. step, with step by step is my favorite one. I think of them all. Uh, so far, of what you've mentioned, probably Full House or Boy Meets World is mine. Um, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Apparently, like one of the like witch teachers was like, "I'm gonna make potions," and like transported them to Animal Kingdom to like steal plants. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Um, and Modern Family was like went to Disneyland, I guess, a couple years ago. Oh, okay. and um. And uh, the the show The Middle, which I don't remember going to, to Orlando, and that was actually the episode was called The Wonderful World of Hex. Oh God! See, with me, the closest approximation I ever remember of a theme park going to Disney is when The Simpsons went to Epcot, which I believe the uh, the slogan was for when all the other theme parks are busy. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I mean it's a it's a classic thing in history. Theme parks and sitcoms they just go together because it's just an exciting thing you can do. The thing I didn't I don't know why I didn't realize this like before today when I was looking at this I didn't realize that um the the like DJ's like weird like Gutenberg looking boyfriend Steve yeah. uh-huh. was the voice of Aladdin. Oh my God! What? <laughs> And so, like, in the episode where they go, he's, like, trying to, like, do, like, boyfriendy things to her. And he actually shows up dressed as Aladdin. And it's like, hey, Easter egg or something. God, I love going back and just seeing, like, all of the people. Like, why the fuck was this? Like, like, this is a very obscure reference only I will get. But the teenage boy from the second Ninja Turtles movie um who gets who learns from Raphael how to be a good good ninja he was in an episode of home improvement randomly and i remember as a kid watching it and my parents were like look it's him it's keto and i'm like what the, i don't what <laughs> that's i don't care which by Why, the way your parents were very into like background extras my fa- oh, my favorite part about that fucking movie is the fact that they're just like there's a random scene where it's just like, we will test your abilities as a ninja. We have hidden 60 bells over this dummy. We work in complete secrecy. And they just fucking hit a smoke bomb. And then Raphael runs in, picks off all the smoke bomb or all the, the bells, gives them to Kino and runs away. And I'm like, this is the least efficient fucking test of all time. Because now you don't know if they did it right or not. And from that lack of a laugh, I say it's time to move on to the real plot of this show. Well, I I did want to mention that uh, I I like well step by step is my favorite. The full house one was the one that I mentioned last week, which I thought it involved the sword and the stone. Yeah, that that like Michelle somehow pulled the sword from the stone and got to be like princess for a day. But apparently, because of the Aladdin thing, Aladdin had like just come out, so she actually like got like genie wishes from some weird like 
Aladdin display that was in the Magic Kingdom that day. What the fuck? That's and I great. don't think that's a real thing that they would ever did. I think a writer was like, we need to make Michelle look like an asshole for a half an hour. <laughs> but Jim, this is not a podcast about sitcoms or theme parks. This is a show about building a theme park based off sitcoms. And last week, you issued a challenge to get Saved by the Bell because we're making a Saved by the Bell theme park ride. And I'm going to need you to kind of take the ball and run with it this week because I got no fucking clue, dude. I all My entire research was watching, I don't know if it's Cracked or College Humor, someone does a series of videos exclusively about episodes of Saved by the Bell where Zach Morris is the worst person on the fucking planet. So, he is pretty, pretty bad. So I took that and ran with that for my ride, but let's start with yours. He, he is, he, he does have, um... Uh, like demigod powers, at least oh, a little. Yeah. He does. He does time out at one point and move out of the way of a punch, which seems like that shouldn't exist in a. <laughs> That's bullshit. No, that doesn't a... count. All right. So, what did you bring to the table this week? Um, I wanted to focus uh, s- solely on the uh, the Malibu Sands Beach Club or Beach Resort, I should say. Okay. In in season three, they did a series of episodes where they ended up at the ma- where they they got jobs where all of the main cast except for Lisa got yeah. jobs working at the Malibu Sands Beach Resort for uh, um, what's her face from King of Queens, Leia. What the- Leia, what's her face? Is oh, the, Leia plays the- plays like the the like slight Zach Morris love interest, the and former- she's the daughter of the owner of the beach resort who is uh, Ernie Sabella, the voice of Pumbaa. Well, so the, the, already, the late Ernie Sabella. So you've already brought to the table an episode featuring a former crazy Scientologist, so I'm very excited <laughs> to see where we go from here. Well, I, I just really want to focus... My ride is essentially like the Ratatouille ride at Disneyland Paris and soon to be at Epcot. Yeah. In that you are uh, kind of whisked around the I, I don't like I kind of hate book report rides, but this is kind of a book report ride D- in that describe, it goes huh? Yeah, just describe it, a book report ride. Uh it it goes through the essentially sort of goes through the plot of one of the episodes, and that is where the the dad, Ernie Sabella, decides to like he has to go out on business or something and he leaves the resort for like two days and he puts his daughter in charge and everything goes to shit. <laughs> okay. So th- things that happen in the episode are the following, like basically three storyline plots. One, the cooking staff goes on strike. Okay. Like immediately Two, screech being a giant dumbass, uh, walks around the beach, like where people are with a metal detector Okay. And finds a real gold coin and sets off like gold rush fever at this crazy beach club for like old people. Oh shit. And they they basically like half the every extra that isn't involved in the other storylines is like digging giant holes in the beach all episode. <laughs> okay. And third, they they accidentally realize that their dad is uh, a garbage business person and he books two parties in like their main like 
like main hall area at the same exact time. And it's yeah, a yeah. 16, uh, a sweet 16 birthday party and a 50th wedding anniversary. Oh, Jesus Christ. So at least they're not fighting over a bounce house, I guess. Okay. So, so what's, this, what's this ride, ride would essentially be going through that. I want to say like, instead of doing just like you're inside of like a cartoon mouse, like track vehicle, yeah. I want to use golf carts somehow oh, as the ride would... vehicle. That would look cool, actually. They, they would be they would be trackless and like autonomous, but they would be golf carts, okay. and it would be like you're driving through, like because at the beginning of the episode is like he leaves, and then she's like, "Okay, I'm in charge," and she like walks into the next room, and like Slater and Zach are like playing frisbee in the fucking lobby of this hotel. <laughs> yeah. It's like there's a whole beach outside, mm-hmm. but, but they're in the hotel. But the boss isn't there, so we're gonna go into where the air conditioning is. And throw a frisbee. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that would be part of it is that you're driving through the resort just because you can. It's like, oh, like okay. no rules. Yeah, but no you're rules. like watching the the main like Saved by the Bell cash try to solve all these problems, like oh. Madcap. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. so that's basically a- Ratatouille ride. Is like you're going through the kitchen of the restaurant and like trying to get away from people. It would so be like that, but you're like we're like witnesses to a disaster. So it's literally an episode of a sitcom as a theme park ride. Fuck yes. Yes. Well, the, my- the episode and hopefully the ride would end with uh, the uh, the father returning and deciding that he uh, he was going to like go have a like a, a midnight stroll on the beach and falling into one of the gold digger holes and breaking yeah. his neck. Okay, well, my, my idea is a little different, because like I said, my entire research was watching those garbage videos where they talk about how bad of a person Zach Morris is. And so I it's, thought, um, it's, a, let's see, he, he, uh, he, he woos a homeless girl and her dad, and then you never see them again, which means yeah. they're probably murdered. Well, murder does come into play with mine because I thought about it and I'm like, oh, this is this is I don't want this to seem weird because Saved by the Bell was, you know, 25 years ago at this point. Does it involve Casey Kasem at all? It does not involve. It doesn't involve old Casey Kasem. It doesn't. But I'd like to give a little (laughs) message to a man named Jim saying stop making references far too old for our fan base. (laughs) (laughs) You know these people, the people that would listen to this, like, are the world's biggest fans of, like, Horizons, and that closed in, like, 94, so. And with that, I'd like to play a little song by Neil Diamond called Sweet Caroline. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Uh, well, I wanted mine to be more of a Back to the Future 2, let's go 25 years into the future and see what the Bayside crew are up to. And with that, I thought, what's the worst fucking thing? Like, say, uh, like a Zach Morris or a Ferris Bueller, if left, if if left untested, if their skills were no, like never tested, if they never tried to become a good person, what would happen? And that's why the Bayside High School has now become a base for the Bayside Yakuza clan led by Zach Morris. <laughs> and. You have now joined with the FBI to take down Zach Morris and the Yakuza, and as you go in, it's essentially a bit of, it's a mixture of, like, the Haunted Mansion and a roller coaster, 
because it's got this fantastical, beautiful Japanese architecture everywhere that Zach had imported. and But it's also kind of like broken apart and beaten. And as you go through each room, you see a different member of like the Bayside crew being like, don't, 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 don't go in. You don't want to go in there. It's horrifying. And as you get in, essentially, I want to make a roller coaster inspired almost by the end of Kill Bill 1 where you have a bunch of Yakuza members come out led by Zach Morris, and Zach Morris is on, like, a, on the top, on, like, this barricade looking down at you, and the cart shoots around, and you see animatronic Yakuza members jumping around you, and you're spinning and trying to, like, get out of their way. It's weird to have a ride vehicle where it's supposed to feel like a person and not a vehicle, but that's really what this is, is you are a person taking down the Yakuza, and now, like, close to the end, uh, cart stops as Zach Morris says, fucking hold up, or whatever he says, and at that point, he's like, I'm going to send out my champion, and you must try to defeat my champion, and the most fucking jacked Dustin Diamond, like, <laughs> just jacked to the fucking gills, does 50 backflips from the top, and now you've gotta do, like, this Kingsman-esque battle with Screech back and forth, and, uh, that continues until finally you do something, it causes Zach Morris's thing to tumble, and, uh, then he says something really, really charming and so everybody lets him <laughs> off the hook at the very last minute for leading it and so he doesn't get any jail time and everything ends up perfectly but like i said not a big not a big Jack. broad out idea but uh, mo mostly yakuza based ride jack's dustin diamond has like that russian chess player from valley high's head on a stick <laughs> yes exactly the, no. If it's got the Haunted Mansion thing, I would like to have a narrator be, uh, like, Principal Belding as the, as, like, the, the ghost of Principal Belding as the narrator. Oh, fuck, that would be very, very <laughs> I am, good. I am your principal, your ghost principal. Yeah. Hey, 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 what is going on here? <laughs> he leads this, you through everything. This principal's office has no windows and no doors. <laughs> My office seems to be stretching. It's so bizarre. But yeah, that's my idea. Um, and okay, good. We did meet the twenty-two sitcom, twenty-two minute sitcom length. So I'm very proud of that. I apologize for the fact that I don't know a lot about Save by the Bell. But so instead, next week, Jim, I want to give you a challenge for a show that I do love, a show that Mash. I do know. Uh, no, not Mash, and a show that I really grew up on. <laughs> home fucking improvement, baby. It's time for the home improvement ride. We're about to get buck wild next week as we see what Tim Allen's up to nowadays. Except, no, we don't want to see that at all. So only go with like early 90s pre-8-ball Tim Allen as he takes you through, like, a series of antics, and it can be based off an episode, it can base be based, it could be just test track, whatever you want, baby. But yeah, that's we, next um, week. We did do a, uh, a horrible premise thing, it was called Plumbing with Napalm, that, which I think involves him, like, murdering people. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, <laughs> I think I was on that episode, actually. Yeah. Um... I was th there was a part of me that was thinking like I grew up on this and here it is and I'm gonna do the theme song and then you just would have been like Petticoat Junction. <laughs>
<laughs> like, oh Jesus, what? I mean, I mean Alabama, yes, but no. Head him up, move him out, move him up, add him out, head him up. Row Hines, Scotty, what the fuck? That's the weirdest sitcom ever. Yeah, exactly. I grew up on the blues. My, my brothers, favorite baby. sitcom, Rio Bravo. With Dean Martin. But until next week, Chip Murphy, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, I'm on Twitter at Apparently Smart. Uh, go there and see my tweets, please. And you can find me on Twitter at Scotty Mo, S C O T T Y E M O. Buy all my books on Amazon and check out all the other BS Network programs, including our newest show, The Audio Drama Deviant. It is a space pirate opera magnific- magnifico epic story. The latest episode gets pretty buck wild. We're up to four episodes, so you can binge. It's now officially bingeable. And if you want it, you can find it at a load of purebs.com. And remember to support the show, whether that be on Patreon, like the Patreon Saint of the Opat Show, Ransom Meltzer. On there, you get access to exclusive shows, including FAQ, the show where Jim and I talk about some of our favorite theme park rides and the history behind it. Coming up this Wednesday, the episode on Figment is going to come out. And we recorded it before all the penis stuff. And that's probably the worst, worst mistake we've ever made in our entire lives. Uh, but you can check that out there, and you can pick up some Opposite Attractions merchandise at merch.aloadofpurebs.com. But if you don't have any money, we understand you can always support by just leaving us a review on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you check out your shows. You can leave us a review there. It would mean the world to us, ladies and gentlemen. And of course, if you've done all that, tell your Disney friends to check out the Op At Show. And until next time, remember to find Jim and me on Twitter at Op at show that is spelled o-p-p-a-t-t-s-h-o-w are you down with o-p-p